You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 1960s Reboot Podcast, the only podcast that reviews and reboots classic 1960 TV shows for today's audience. This show is brought to you by the Electronic Media Collective and Down Studios. I'm your host, Matt D. And today I have a guest, the one who is a recurring guest host, our good friend all the way from Gnomeville, Jerry the Gnome. Hey, Matty D. Thanks for uh, calling me up and having me come back by. I like uh, doing this podcast here with you. Well, thanks, Jerry. Um, I'm glad you can come back for our first new episode in the new year of 2020. That's right, folks. It's 2020, and this is our new and improved show. We're going to change our format just slightly, make things a little different, just because, uh, well, I've had a few people either email me in the show or email the show and uh, say that, uh, you know, I get a little too fact-heavy. So we're going to change things up a little bit. We're going to kind of make this uh, an evolutionary thing. Let's go ahead and dive right in with our guest. All right, Jerry, you want to go ahead and tell everybody what we're uh, what we're doing today? Sure, Matty D. All right, so... We had a, a discussion as to what to do for this next year, and um, I'm going to be here a little more often. We're going to have a uh, regular tit-for-tat, a little more entertainment, a little more value to your uh, your downloading dollars. So what we're going to cover today is the uh, wonderful TV show from the 1960s, Mr. Ed. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed is a television show that aired on CBS and in syndication in 1961. The show centered around a talking horse, Mr. Ed, and his owner and friend, Wilbur Post. Hey, Wilbur Post, is he uh, the guy that created Post Serial? No, Matty D, he didn't create Post Serial. The show was set up as a comedy team, and much of the jokes were centered around Mr. Ed's ability to only talk to Wilbur, as well as uh, Mr. Ed's ability to uh, not act like a normal horse. You know... He wasn't anything like a unicorn or, or anything like that. He's just, he'd, uh, you know, Dr. Wilbur, he wouldn't exactly go running around. It's uh, Yeah, what other things did he uh, did he not do that was like a horse? Oh, you know, he wouldn't eat his oats right, and he was doing, like, funny, campy stuff. Oh, like any other 1960s TV show was kind of campy? Oh, well, yeah, that's a, a big thing. I mean, we're talking about a sitcom that centered around a talking horse that was uh, the kind of the joke guy while his buddy uh, Wilbur was the straight man. Although uh, Wilbur did have kind of some some jokes to tell, 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 tell you. Uh, you right there, Jerry? Yeah, yeah. I'm just a little nervous with this whole, you know, I'm trying to, you know, balance this whole out because, you know, this is an all new to me. We got a new format. Okay. All right, Jerry. Great. So, um, uh, my part. Uh, let's see. Mr. Ed. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, I can tell you this, though. Mr. Ed uh, was derived from um, short stories by chil- the children's author Walter R. Brooks. Uh, which began with uh, Talking Horse in 1937. Director Arthur Lubin was uh, introduced to the series, introduced to the series by his secretary, and he optioned the stories to make the show, which was kind of neat because it was he uh, he had read a uh, series of short stories in France about uh, a talking mule, and he wanted to option option something like that, and he couldn't get the rights. So that's when his secretary came by and said, uh, "Hey, there's this uh, there's a series of children's books and stories that uh, that center around a talking horse." 
So Arthur Lovins like immediately thought, hey, this is great. I got a great idea for a TV show. So of course he had a couple uh, uh, famous actors kind of help him out um, and finance it. Uh, George Burns was one of them, uh, which I thought was rather interesting. Oh, really? George Burns? Man, I really like George Burns. You know, uh, what was great about George Burns is he would always sit there and tell jokes with a cigar, and he'd constantly move his hands, and he was a short guy, and, you know, I really liked him. He was uh, he was great. Now, you know, we don't really have a, a modern-day George Burns for this uh, this reboot, you know. We really we need more kind of George Burns, Burns and Allen kind of comedians nowadays. You know, Jerry, you're, you're right. We don't really have a, 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 a modern-day George Burns that I can think of. Um, nice, uh, you know, nice segue there. But, uh, of course, you know, as we talk about George Burns, let's uh, move along to more of Mr. Ed. All right. Well, let's see. The show lasted for six seasons, and it saw a number of guest stars like George Burns and Mae West and Donna Douglas. I remember Donna Douglas from uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, say, uh, we never, we never did talk about Beverly Hillbillies. No, no, um, we did not, but I talked with Beverly Hillbillies with, uh, Jasper Knight from over at the, uh, Grolic Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I did hear that episode. I totally forgot about that. All right, Jerry. Well, um, now that we've said a little bit about the history, let's, uh, let's dive into some of the characters, um. So the, the, the characters and, and a little bit of their background. Oh, good idea. All right. Um, so you want me to go first or you? Uh, I'll tell you what. You go ahead and go first. All right. Hold on a second. Let me uh, let me go through my notes here. Um, so the first guy we're going to talk about is... Um... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. I heard a little bit of beer there and I had some mead earlier. All right. So the, uh, the first guy we're going to talk about is uh, Wilbur Post. Oh, morning, Wilbur. Never mind that. I'm tired of you beating me to the morning paper. I like to read it with my eggs. I like to read it with my hay. Uh, a somewhat klutzy architect that uh, uh, buys the farm. Doesn't, you know, actually buy the farm. Uh, you know, doesn't, like, shoot himself or die. He just, you know, bought a farm. Yeah, we, we, we understand, buddy. It's, it's, a, it's a farm that a horse is raised on. Not necessarily, I mean... When uh, you're in a magical kingdom and you need a horse, you can go to the um, the nearest clover patch and you find yourself a, a unicorn because everybody knows that unicorns only eat four-leaf clovers and they poop rainbows and and they're great, um, you know, battle weapons because they got the huge, you know, horn on the front of their face and they, which is great for like tackling down, you know, you know, night elves and and dark elves and you know they're they're great battle tool as well as a great thing to ride and you know us gnomes we need to really be able to travel far distances because we have short little stubby legs and hey jerry um you're kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent can we um bring it back to mr ed you know because i mean mr ed's a talking horse not a unicorn oh right 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 oh there are some unicorns out there that are talking yeah yeah i get it buddy let's just focus on um mr ed all right all right cool so uh yeah so wilbur post bought this farm and uh that uh mr Lil mr ed lives on he was the uh straight man to the comedy duo as we said earlier all right jerry so uh wilbur post was the straight man in the comedy duo team kind of like um dean martin to uh jerry lewis or um uh george burns to, to gracie allen you know that, that double double team there <laughs> Oh, double team! Hey, let's uh, let's not go that direction. This is a clean show, man. Although uh, we still have the explicit tag, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. 
that's more for anyone else's benefit. Uh, that, you know, we're going to talk about some weird topics in the future. You never know. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, take a look at uh, who we would pick for uh, Wilbur Post. So I uh, I had to think about somebody who's kind of funny but can play a straight guy. You know, someone who uh, who's always the butt of the jokes and, and kind of has that leading man quality but yet still a little bit of goofy. And uh, I went with a guy named... Milo Bentamizilia, man. So he's this Italian guy named Milo. And uh, you can probably remember him from the uh, TV show Heroes. He uh, he was basically the main kid, you know, the one that kind of looked uh, goofy looking. Um, he was also in uh, Rocky Balboa. He played Rocky's son. Oh, Milo. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think he's in, um, like, This Is Us or something like that. Current TV show. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you want, you know, for a Wilbur Post, you want a guy that's kind of... Could play an architect. Somebody that can, can give off an appearance that he's, you know... Got some intelligence to him. But he still has to be a little klutzy. So, yeah, I, I, can, I can see your... your I could see Milo doing that, but, you know, I kind of came up with a much better guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Who would you pick? Somebody like, you know, Brandon Roth or, 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 uh, Rain. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Who would you pick? All right. Well, I, uh, I went with one of the brothers from Supernatural. I went with, um, Jensen Ackles. Uh, as I said, he's from the TV show Supernatural. He played, um, Dean, uh, Winchester. And uh, he kind of has that uh, leading man kind of kind of look, and you know he's been he's been on this TV show for, for gosh maybe fifteen years now. I mean it's it's run a long a long time, and he can definitely uh, play a a corny character as well as a straight character as well as someone gruff and tough and and focused and you know that kind of a character. Yeah, I know what you mean. Someone kind of like me, you know, I'm gruff and tough and you know and. I can be a little klutzy sometimes, and you know I could be, you know, Wilbur Post. If you ever think about a casting a gnome in the in the in the role of in Mister Ed, and, you know, you could definitely pick me. Um, Jerry, I, uh, I I didn't pick you, buddy. I picked uh, Jensen Ackles because I think he can really pull it off. I think he's a a really great actor. He uh, he certainly has the the history and the chops of uh, playing somebody that can uh, be quite intelligent as well as you know a little humorous. So yeah, my uh, my Wilbur Post would be Jensen Ackles. All right, all right. So let's see. I went first. So next up is you. So um, now, Mister Ed is a horse. So of course, of course, we really can't, you know, give him uh, an actor role, or we could probably hire a horse to run around and like put, you know, peanut butter on his lips so that he looks like he's always talking. Is that what they do for you when you when you're talking, Jerry? Hey, now, come on. Shots fired, man. That ain't fair. All right, all right. I'm just trying to be a little funny. Because, you know, you're just constantly rambling and going on and on. Yeah, I know. I go on and on and on. Yeah, you're always making fun of me because I talk so damn much. Well, tell you what. If I was a horse, I would want to be called Mr. Jerry. But that's another thing. All right, so Mr. Ed was a horse, and uh, we really can't, uh, you know, have a physical actual talking horse because then he'd be a unicorn 
So, um, who'd you, uh, who'd you pick to be the voice of Mr. Ed? All right, Jerry. Yeah, you're right. Um, Mr. Ed is definitely a, um, a comedic talking horse that, you know, you really can't, I mean, we could probably do the whole Disney route and do a CGI horse. Um, and you know, he was always causing mischief for Wilbur and what you really need is somebody that can really project a voice. And, um, the only guy that I could think of that has a rather interesting voice, uh, to play Mr. Ed would be the, uh, the great Sam Elliott from TV shows, the ranch, um, the 1980s film mask. And, um, let's see what else has uh, Sam Elliott been in. Oh, he does the smoky bear commercials. So yeah, if you don't know who Sam Elliott is, then you've been living under a rock for the last, you know, three decades. Hey, I'll have, you know, I live under a mushroom, not a rock. And I do know who Sam Elliott is. And, you know, speaking of Sam Elliott, uh, my cast is actually uh, someone that he's worked with in the last uh, year and a half now. And uh, I went with the guy who's also a podcaster like us. Um, his podcast is a armchair expert, and I picked Dax Shepard. That's right, Dax Shepard, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kristen Bell's husband. Husband, yeah, Kristen Bell's husband, Dax Shepard. That's who I'd pick to be the voice of Mr. Ed, because he's got a rather unique voice. I mean, you spend hours of listening to his show. You can definitely tell that, you know, he can do some funny voices. He's got the comedic background. I think he would definitely be a great Mr. Ed. Definitely. Dax Shepard. He could definitely be the Mr. Ed. Cool, Jerry. I, I like that idea. Dax Shepard's a, a, a good comedian. He's a, a nice guy. He's got the um, the presence of voice to uh, to play the character. All right, so uh, next up is, uh, of course, Wilbur's wife, uh, Carol Post. Still think it's the milkman? No. Mm, that was more like the butcher. Near you, Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> Why all this sudden affection? Well, honey, I've been thinking, if something should happen to me and you should marry again, what sort of man would you marry? Mm, someone like you. Tall, dark, sophisticated, with a French accent. I'm serious, Carol. Well, but what put all this on? Well, I mean, we've got to be realistic, you know. A man's got to provide for his loved ones. So, Carol Post, the generally, generally tolerant young wife to Wilbur, uh, she was uh, witness to Ed's uh, uh, antics. It befell Wilbur, uh, was supportive for her husband, but uh, did question a lot of what Wilbur got into. Uh, she was kind of like he was uh, supportive to her husband, but uh, did question a lot of what he uh, got into. Um, she could basically see that he was the butt of a lot of jokes, but, uh, you know, she was kind of like the witness to everything. So, um, let me go ahead and ask you there, uh, Matt, who'd you pick for uh, Carol Post? Well, I figured we need somebody uh, intelligent, someone that was, um, you know, matched as far as age with uh, Wilbur. And since my cast is a little older, they're like in their in their early forties, late thirties. I I went with an actress by the name of Erica Durance. Um, you might recognize her from the TV show Smallville. She played Lois Lane. She was also in the new Supergirl TV series. I believe she was playing um, either Clark's mom or... No, I don't think she was playing Clark Kent's mom. I think she was playing... 
No, she. I think she did play Clark Kent's mom, also known as you know, uh, not Kal-El, Jor-El, um, Laura, not Laura. Was it Laura? Jor-El and Laura. Yeah, it was Laura. Anyway, that's who I picked. All right, not bad, not bad. I uh, I did the same thing as you. I uh, I matched up uh, ages, and uh, you know I was going for somebody that. Uh, you know, looked both beautiful and ravishing, as well as uh, had intelligence and a quick wit. And the first person I thought of was the wonderful Hayden Panettiere. Really, Hayden Panettiere, not not Sarah Michelle Gellar. Hey, I promised myself I wouldn't get into the whole Sarah Michelle Gellar spinoff thing, so we're not going down that road, as you like to say. Um, I am going to stick with Hayden Panettiere. All right, fair enough. Uh, good pick. She's, uh, you know, she's both, as you said, a uh, ravishing, young, beautiful woman who uh, can project intelligence and uh, kick, kick butt, buttery, kick assery. So yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, for for age, it's if it's perfect with uh, your Milo Vim Vimitelli Vimitelli Jelly Vimitelli Vimitelli Julia, Milo. I'll just call him Milo. All right. Well, after Carol Post comes uh, Roger Addison. Have you got your clothes ready yet, Carol? Mm -hmm. My little doll is going to drive us down to the cleaners. Oh, thanks, Raj. It's only fair. She's been taking me to the cleaners for years. Oh, Roger. Can I help you with those? Oh, thank you. Where's Wilbur? I haven't seen him all morning. He's feeding Ed. Roger, I'm worried about him. Why? Is anything wrong? Well, I don't know. Roger... You're his best friend. Is he all right? Of course. Physically, he's fine. Of course, mentally, that's a different oh, story. stop being such a clown. Can't you see she's worried? Believe me, my dear, you have nothing to worry about. I'm sure that Wilbur is in perfect health. Who was the neighbor to the posts and uh, Mr. Ed. And uh, he was more of the uh, calm next-door neighbor to Wilbur and Carol, um, constantly getting sucked into Wilbur's problems and helping out... Uh, Wilbur where he can. Um, he was kind of like that neighbor that you'd, you'd borrow a hedge trimmer off of and turn around and return and have a couple beers with. You know, a really nice guy, good neighbor. So um, what I decided to do is I wanted to go with somebody that could uh, give that same presence of, you know, being a nice guy that you could walk up to and chat with, you know, um, kind of a manly man kind of thing. Someone kind of a little rough around the edges, but yet, Someone you kick kick back and have a beer with. So for my Roger Addison, I went with that comedian from um, Parks and Recs, Nick Offerman. Oh, Nick Offerman, I like that. Hey, um, you know I kind of want to steal your your guy because the guy I picked, uh, he's uh he's not really rough and tumble. He's uh he's not really a guy I'd I'd want to share a beer with or have a beer with. Uh, the guy I picked is um, Dwight Schrute. From the office, Mr. Rain Wilson. Uh, now, he's got a way of acting like a nerdy, goofy guy, but I think he'd kind of help out Wilbur and, you know, help him get out of whatever messes he got into. So that's who I went with, was Rain Wilson. All right, well, now that we have um, the neighbor's the neighbor, uh, how about the neighbor's wife, Kay Addison? My goodness, look at the size of that pill. I've seen smaller bowling balls. <laughs> Wilbur's never taken a pill in his life. 
why has he been hiding this from me? Oh, they're probably just vitamin pills. Has he complained about feeling sick lately? Roger's loving wife and also heavily involved with uh, conflicts in the host's home. Okay. So why don't you tell me uh, who you picked for Kay Addison? All right, so I was trying to go with somebody around the same age as uh, as Rain Wilson, you know, because they kind of, you know, have a nice loving relationship, the uh, the Addisons, and you know, kind of shooting for someone that's in the same uh, age group. So I went with um, a rather beautiful woman who uh, can both... Uh, portray a nice, calm wife or mother or sister. Um, I went with uh, the wonderful Christina Applegate, a.k.a. Kelly Bundy. Nice. I uh, I kind of like that. Um, Christina Applegate is a phenomenal actress. I think um, I think that she might be a little too big for your for the role of Kay Addison. Um, of course, you probably you could probably make. Um, the relationship with the Addisons and the Posts a little more involved. What do you mean by a little more involved? You know, it's it it's it, it's a supportive role. It's not like it's you know a little minor bit part. That is true. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm interested to see where you go with this. But all right. So Christina Applegate. Cool. <sighs> Sorry, it's kind of late. Um, so for my universe, my uh, my reboot of uh, Mr. Ed, I went with uh, Kay Addison as uh, Kristen Chenoweth. And uh, Kristen is uh, quite the female comedian. She, uh, she's been in several different television shows, The West Wing in particular. Um, she was in that, uh, that movie with um, Christina, or, uh, Christina, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard uh, called Hit and Run. Um, yeah, so she's... She's a beautiful woman who's both um, both funny and can kind of play a, a straight lace uh, neighbor. I think uh, I think she'd really you know work well with Nick Offerman as uh, as Kay Addison. All right, all right, cool, not uh, a problem. So yeah, there's our cast. So we got Mr. Ed, we got Wilbur, we got Carol, we got Roger, and we got Kay. So what's next up, Maddie D? All right. Well, um, typically we will uh, we're gonna change kind of change things up, and we're gonna just briefly mention that um, that uh, Mr. Ed was uh, attempted to be rebooted before back in two thousand four, um, but the money kind of fell through, and uh, it never saw the light of day. So, thankfully, with that happening, um, we can move forward and try to reboot the show for our our view. And since we're reviewing rebooting it for our view. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to take a look at an episode and what Jerry or I would do for an episode of Mr. Ed in modern days uh, television. Hey, this is Jerry. You, uh, you ever want to make your own podcast? Don't know where to start? Don't know how to get any anywhere on it? Totally lost in the dark. Like you want to make a podcast with this epic craziness with dragons and fireballs and Daenerys and oh wait that's Game of Thrones never mind so you want to have an epic crazy podcast check out podedit.com Randall Sylvia will help you out number one guy out there who can help you edit a podcast get you started good rates podedit.com 
Check it out. He gets Jerry's seal of approval. All right, and we're back. This is Jerry here. Um, I want to thank you all for listening to a couple of those there uh, commercial breaks. So next up is our uh, wonderful take our look at our uh, synopsis for uh, episode of a modern day version of Mr. Ed. Wow, Jerry, you uh, you really kind of butchered that up. Yeah, I know, I know. Maybe you can fix it in post. Get out some of them ums and whatevers. Yeah, ums and whatevers. All right, so as my diminutive uh, guest host has said, we're going to go ahead and take a look at uh, an episode of um, a modern-day version of Mr. Ed. So, uh, Jerry, why don't you go ahead and lead us off on the first uh, your first thoughts on what you would do for a modern-day Mr. Ed. All right, so you want me to start off? Okay, well, let's see. Um, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it because, I mean, you really can't reinvent the wheel on a talking horse. I mean, they kind of did a lot of the jokes already. You know, only uh, Wilbur can see him. Uh, he gets into mischief. He's the butt of everybody's jokes. Um, let's see, what else can uh, can we say about uh, about Mr. Ed? Um, he was kind of the comedian of the show. So, to bring him up to modern day standards. So, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on the new generation of people, the millennials. Yeah. The millennials. They, I'm actually a millennial old. That's right. I've been around for a thousand years. Oh, Jerry, you kind of look good for a thousand year old gnome. Yeah, I know. I know. We're magical. We're timeless. We're you know, magic man. Magic, huh? Yep. Yep. Magic. So anyway, Mister Ed. Now in the '60s TV show, they never explained why he could talk. So I'm going to address that right on the first episode. I'm going to come out and say that Mr. Ed is a genetically engineered horse from the U.S. government. Oh, really? Yep. You never know what that government's doing. You know, never trust uh, never trust a group of people that are looking out for their own best interests. You know, they genetically modify things all the time. So I'm going to go off by saying that uh, Mr. Ed is a genetically modified horse that was super intelligent and learned to speak. Kind of like um, those monkeys in that, that movie with the... Um, with uh, James Franco and uh, and Andy Serkis. Oh, you mean um, Planet of the Apes? Yeah, I think that was it. Anyway, so Mr. Ed, genetically modified horse, and um, he escapes out of a, um, a, a genetic warehouse factory thingy that uh, lab. Yeah, he escapes from a lab. Um, a genetically engineered modified horse escapes yeah, from a lab. Yeah, he's like super smart. So he escapes and uh, manages to uh, find his way to the country. Um, uses his uh, super intelligence and his know-how to, to, to find a safe place to stay, which happens to be Wilbur Post's home that he had just bought um, with his wife, Carol. And uh, so to, to basically stay safe, he, uh, he uh, hangs around the farm and Wilbur's convinced that uh, the horse is, uh, was there when he bought the place. So, one day, uh, Wilbur is out mending fence, and uh, Mr. Ed comes up to him, and Wilbur starts talking to Mr. Ed, and talking to him like he's a normal horse. Like, hey, boy, how you doing? Aren't you a pretty horse? Nice horse. And then suddenly, the horse starts talking to him, and uh, kind of freaks Wilbur out. And then that's when Mr. Ed says, oh, hold on, I'm, 
I'm actually hiding from the government because um, they were doing experiments on me and made me an intelligent horse to where I could uh, I learned how to talk. Okay, go on. So now that uh, we established that he's a talking horse, uh, he only talks around Wilbur and sometimes Carol because uh, Wilbur goes in and explains to Carol, hey, you know, uh, this horse we found on our property is actually a government uh, experiment and uh, he's in hiding. Carol, of course, is like, what? Ah, I don't understand. What are you talking about? And she goes out and sees the horse, and the horse explains to him, hey, yeah, my name's Mr. Ed, and I'm um, hiding from the government. And so, you know, as he's hiding from the government, um, these uh, rangers, Texas rangers, you know, they uh, they come out and check out the farm and say, hey, you know, um, oh, some horses got out from a local farmer, and we're just checking around, you know, and... Uh, so they want to know how long they've had the horse, and of course, you know, Wilbur's like, "Well, the horse came with the property, and you know, I bought it clear, straight, straight from the property when I bought it. You know, the horse has been here ever since." So the Rangers believe that, and next thing you know, it's basically a giant conspiracy with Wilbur and Carol and Mister Red to keep them safe, kind of like that uh, TV show back in the '80s with that alien that landed on Earth. You know, Alf. Oh, okay. So basically, you're saying that Mr. Ed is a genetically engineered horse that's super smart, learns to talk, and basically the entire premise of the TV show Alf now. Yep, that's it. Maybe we'll throw in a couple of gnomes or whatever. And the neighbors, the nosy neighbors are always coming over, picking their nose in businesses. They don't belong. And next thing you know, there's, um, you know, there's government agents knocking on the door, and they're constantly trying to hide the horse. So, well, yeah, you know, I could think it. You know, you got a horse that's kind of like hiding behind a tree or something, and then Mr. Ed's like, this won't work over Wilbur. So we're always, you know, outsmarting the uh, the government agents that are coming by to check on the horse to see, you know, find out if it's a really, you know, the genetically engineered horse. And then some good riding. Okay, well, that was quite interesting. Um, that's... um. It's a lot different than what I originally thought. Um, I was actually just going to go with, uh, he's a magical horse. You know, nobody really knows why he can talk. He just can talk. Maybe a wizard did it. Oh, I see. You just blame everything on a wizard, huh? Yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, wizard did it. Wilbur buys a farm, uh, finds Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed is a talking horse. He's like, I don't know. I can just talk. It's just what I've, I've been this way ever since... Wilbur's thinking, oh, hey, I can make money off this horse because he can talk. So he starts selling tickets to his property saying, see the world's first talking horse. And, of course, anytime that there's a group and they uh, Mr. Ed don't talk in front of them on the first episode. And so he, uh, he basically, Wilbur has to give all his money back to the people that bought tickets and he explains to and Mr. Mr. Ed explains to him, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to talk in front of people. I'm not some, some dancing monkey. So then... Uh, Wilbur's like, well, how else am I going to make money to, to, to keep this, this farm? So um, Wilbur's like, well, you could plant corn and, you know, you can get a couple fillies and you can make this a stud farm. And, of course, Wilbur's like, you just want to want to have crazy horse monkey sex, right? And then, of course, Mr. Ed's like, yes, of course, I'm a horse, of course, of course. So that's pretty much the whole premise is that Mr. Ed's trying to find schemes for Wilbur to uh, make money throughout uh throughout the series much like the similar episodes to the 60s 
And then, of course, the nosy neighbors come in and help out Wilbur when they can. Because they're not actually nosy neighbors. They're just, you know, nice neighbors that kind of help out. You really got nothing, do you? All right. So maybe I didn't do as much homework as I should have. But, you know, I think for a modern take, it's just, you know, the same principle as the 60s version. Just, you know, set with more, uh, maybe throwing some more jokes about uh, the current political climate. You know, why a horse or, you know, a ranch can't really survive right now because of all these beyond burger people and you know what what uh what climate change is doing towards uh ranchers and and people raising horses and stuff all right so uh you're talking about a comedic political show so basically you're just dealing the ranch all right all right well look. all right fine we'll just we'll go with your idea of a government conspiracy darn tootin', right yep government conspiracy hashtag don't trust anyone remember remember the 5th of november Yar. Suddenly I'm a pirate. Okay, well, um, there we go. The 1960s reboot of Mr. Ed. Um, I really don't have anything else to add. Do you have anything else to add, um, Jerry? Yeah, um, look, uh, 2020's a voting year, so everyone go out there and vote. Rock the vote, man. Let's change this government. You know, we don't want, uh, we don't want genetically modified horses taking over the, the country. And, uh, you know, hashtag vote, vote no on uh, magical horses. And vote yes on genetically modified horses. Wait, 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 no, no. Vote, vote. Just just go out and vote in November. You know, yeah. Okay, Jerry, well, thanks for that rambling. Thanks for coming by and talking about um, Mr. Ed and, and rebooting the show for a modern-day audience. Um, just real briefly, just so that we can re- kind of recap what we, what we picked. Um I chose for um, my cast, um, for Mr. Ed, the voice, I went with Sam Elliott. Wilbur Post was Jensen Ackles. Carol Post was Erica Durance. Um, Roger Addison was Nick Offerman. And Kay Addison was uh, Kristen Chenoweth. 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 So, yeah, that's, uh, that's who I picked for a cast. And, again, I just kind of made, uh, made a show more or less just like the 60s one. Um, it was just a magical horse who could talk and got into some crazy antics to try to save, keep saving the farm every episode. So, um, so Jerry, I'm going to pull it over to you and so you can kind of give a quick recap. All right, look, um, I already told you what my idea was for the show. Just real quickly, I picked for Mr. Ed's voice. I picked uh, Dax Shepard for uh, Wilbur Post, Milo, the Michelli, the Michelli, the Fettuccini, Alfredo, whatever. Uh, Carol Post, I got Hayden Panettiere. Uh, Roger Addison, I picked uh, Rain Wilson. And Kay Addison was Christina Applegate. Alright, so this has been uh, the 1960s reboot. We got a new format. We kind of changed things up a little bit. We went less fact-heavy and more uh, more uh, banter. Entertaining. Entertainer. Enter- Entertainment? No, no, like, kind of entertainery. Entertain... Ed- yeah, more entertainment than facty. Facty, that's what you come up with? Yeah, you got a problem with that? Well, I'd like to use the regular English language. All right, all right. Jeez, give me a break here. I'm kind of winging this thing. All right, folks. Well, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, check out the 1960s Reboot uh, podcast at the um, emcpod.net slash 60s Reboot. 
as well as Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, and follow me and uh, some of Jerry's ramblings at Twitter uh, or on Twitter at Sixties Reboot. Um, if you have a suggestion for the show or input on on the uh, on our program, uh, feel free to email me at Sixties Reboot at gmail.com. That is six zero s reboot at gmail.com. So this has been uh, the 60s Reboot Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this show. Uh, Again, we are starting a new format, so uh, we're kind of changing things up. So, you know, if you have any suggestions, feel free to email them on in. So, and I said so a lot. So this is going to be editing fun. Yep, editing fun. Taking out so's. So, 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 and buttons. All right, Jerry. Say goodnight. Goodnight, Jerry. Good night, Jerry.